Stevie, you went home and swiped a ball that was signed by Babe Ruth. And you brought it out here and actually played with it and actually played with it? Are you one of those people that has to know how much the Babe Ruth ball is actually worth? I was going to bring it back, but it was signed by Babe Ruth. Yeah, you keep telling me that. Who is she? We'll keep it right here because today is your lucky day. The Sultan of Clouds. King of Crap. The Colossus of Clouds. The Colossus of Clouds. Babe, Babe Ruth. It's time for Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan, sponsored by ERC Delivery and Huggins and Scott Auctions. The Great Bear. Saturday morning, I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clemeni of ERC Delivery, Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auctions, and our producer Tyler Aki. We're on every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Central Time talking about the very hot collectibles <laughs> world. Things are going crazy in the collectibles world. Hey, Sports hey, cards. hey, Tom. Yeah. Tom, I came up with an idea. I wanted to run past you guys. Okay, you ready? Okay. Okay. All right. You know how we, we have we have uh what is it called? Uh you know, which ended higher. I'm thinking yes. and I I know I have one supporter with me that with all this <laughs> stuff being so hot, why don't we start the show off with something called the leadoff pack where Vince opens a pack of cards. <laughs> oh, I have yeah. it right here. And how the convenient. first thing he said, he goes before the show, he goes, You know what? I think I should grab a pack, maybe no. <laughs> yep, it's ready. Okay, Vince. You know, the first pack of the day or the leadoff pack. Yeah. Or... <laughs> Batter up, Vince. Give it a... Uh, okay, here we Vince go. Here will we rip it's... while I'm going over some stuff. A... And then and then once he gets it open and finds out what the best card is, he can, yeah. he can voice in. So and it's then, a 2020 pack of Panini Contenders draft picks. So it'll oh, have an auto in here, right? You know, that's so. the basketball. Yes, yep, for sure. Yep, yep. Okay, yep. now some of the items I've got. Uh, my Twitter ID is T Crown Tom, and during the week I'll tweet items that people bring in that I send to Huggins and Scott, or they just want to show me things. Or you can tweet me a picture of an item if you think it might be valuable. Uh, for instance, Rob Shaggy from Twitter after towards the end of our show last week tweeted me pictures of, which I thought were kind of cool, two Todd McFarland signed posters of Captain America and Spider-Man with other characters. But those aren't a lot of money, are they, Bill? Maybe 100 bucks for the two, something like that. I don't think Todd McFarland signed items are that much, but cool. Yeah, oh, definitely. They're they're certainly, when they came out, they certainly dwarfed those starting lineup things in a hurry. I'm looking to see if Vince opened this pack. I, I think he's already opened it, sorted did, it, yes. sold one on eBay. Uh, <laughs> and I'm eyeing a few more packs to the left of me, not too far What'd from here. Got? But uh, I got a uh, rookie card, um, an LSU player, Skylar Mays. Okay. It's just a comment, you, to, you know, it's not short. Yeah, you have to, that's printed. your autograph? Yeah. That's your autograph. Yeah. So yep, what I always do for the baseball, you, oh, I know more of the basketball guys, but for baseball or basketball, when I pull out these prospect ones, like for baseball, you Google the guy's name, find out what team he got drafted to, and then MLB.com has a prospects thing. 
Do you mind if I grab a top Vince loader and put the auto in a top loader here? <laughs> you know what? This is kind of like it is doing kinda. this show from T-Crown reminds me a little bit of you're at school and there's a substitute teacher, though. We're doing... <laughs> now that we're here, name, we can you know? just wander around, do whatever we right. want. The sun's coming in. What a view, oh, huh, Vince? The oh, trees absolutely. in the background across the thing. Absolutely T-crown, T-crown. Near the shores of the Roaring DuPage River. <laughs> Live from Naperville Studios. Yes, that's where we are right now. Okay, well, let's get back to the show here. Um, so now listen to some of the prices. The Huggins and Scott auction bidding ends March 11th. And listen to some of the prices already on, on some of the things. This was a group of items that I had written down last week that I didn't get to. A 1984-85 Star Bulls sealed team bag set with that number 101 Jordan cards at $7,300. Ooh, sweet. A 1969 Tops Lou Alcindor rookie, number 25. In case you don't know, he changed his name, and that's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. SGC 7.5 is at $8,700 for a 7.5. A 1955 Tops Sandy Koufax rookie, number 123, PSA 6. That's at $4,600. A 1938 Gaudi heads up. Joe DiMaggio, number 250, SGC 3. 3700 listen to this one this was 2900 last week i didn't get to it 1986 fleer mj rookie card number 57 psa 9 i tweeted a picture of this on march 2nd with a link to the uh, huggins bidding page $28000 it's at oh for my, a psa wow. 9 and it doesn't <laughs> end till the 11th and then this leads into a story, a T-Crown story. A 1979 OPG Wayne Gretzky rookie PSA 7. We've said that card has gotten really hot. 10250 for a 7. Oh, wow. The OPG sells for Amazing. more than the tops. And it's harder to get higher grades on it. But that that brings me to a story. Great. You know, Pat, <laughs> There's Thursday, always a segue. You can make a segue on anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it was Thursday. Pat was in towards the end of the day to pick up a couple of things. And he got a, a, a clear-cut hockey that he took with him and left. I, I was closing up. About a minute or two later, Pat calls, don't close up. <laughs> I'm like, why? What, what, what did you open something? What'd you get? He goes, don't close up. I'm coming right back. I want to show you. And he got uh, a beautiful Wayne Gretzky autograph card. Really? Wow. Really nice. And Very speaking nice. of Wayne, Wayne wow. Gretzky's father passed away yesterday, I think. He was big oh, did he really? in the development oh, wow. of Wayne Gretzky. He seemed like a Absolutely. really cool guy. But Pat Absolutely. was saying, you know, this is what stinks about <laughs> not being able to get as many packs anymore. The excitement of yep. a collector yep. when you open a pack and you yep. pull something out big. He was like, <laughs> that was cool. pretty neat. I could, <laughs> I could imagine him going down the street, pulling over on a yeah. side street, opening yeah. up a pack. Doing a quick U-turn cool. and then. Yep. 
yep, yep. To, to show <laughs> me great. what it got. So that was pretty, it was really a nice card. <laughs> now the number yep. here, if you have an item, let's say you pulled it out of a pack recently, or you just want to know the value of something that you have, you can also give us a call at 312-332-3776. We're on till 8, and we'll take your calls. Lurch will let you in, and, and, and <laughs> we'll get to them on the show when we can. But if you have something you think it's cool, give us a call. Or tweet a picture of an item, T Crown Tom is my Twitter ID, and I'll try to get to those also. So let's see now. Here's some other things that are running in the Huggins and Scott auction that are already, the bids end on March 11th. Here's some unopened packs, Vince. (laughs) These are a little bit where even you might think, do I really want to pay this much for a pack that I'm just going to (laughs) rip? Okay. 19, well, this is a box. 1976 Top Star Trek unopened 36-pack box, BBCE wrapped. Were they always, if it's BBCE wrapped, that means they checked it out, make sure it's untampered with, and then they put their wrapping on it. So that that always helps the value. $3,200 for that. Here's a 1999 Pokemon Unlimited Edition base set unopened booster box. $12,000 $12,000 that's at right now. Wow. Pokemon is that the, from the 1999? Stuff is hot too. Is that's that 1999. That wasn't the first yeah. edition or anything. That, oh, but okay. Still, that early stuff is expensive. Yeah. yeah. Phenomenal. Okay, now this is kind of cool. This has the chance for LeBron's rookie, and LeBron rookie stuff is crazy money. 2003, four Upper Deck SP Authentic Basketball. Sealed hockey box, $3,300 for a box. but Pretty strong. You know, there's a lot of boxes you don't get the LeBron rookie card in. Yep. But uh, that would be kind of fun to open. For a sure. 1973 Topps Baseball unopened fourth series 24-pack wax box, BBCE wrapped, $4,300. Bill Huggins... Is it very expensive to get boxes wrapped by BBCE, or do they do? They, are they similar to PSA, where it depends on the value of the box, or how how do they work that? It, it, number two, it depends on the value of the box. Yeah. Okay. So it's, like it's a they, percentage points of whatever the the value of the box is that they deem when they wrap it. I see. Okay. Because hmm. you guys you guys do a pretty good. Uh, amount of stuff with them it's sure it definitely seems worth it it sure seems to help the value when they are bbce wrapped oh yeah without a doubt i mean that you know with all the skullduggery going on with packs and stuff there you 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 want it to be wrapped especially if it's a high-end box yeah here's a 1981 tops football unopened 36 pack box this has a chance to get a montana rookie in it which that's still a big card. Yep. Brady is kind of kind of taking some of the luster off of Montana's career, but Montana is still at top five, maybe second. I don't know where you'd put him on the list. It's hard to yeah. rank quarterbacks in yeah. different generations. Different eras. Yeah, for sure. The games, the games 
so much different in each generation as you move along. But Montana was great and a big game player. So that box, BBC E-Wrapped, is at $2,200. Then there's individual packs. There's a pack of 1966 Philadelphia football graded PSA 7. So they wouldn't grade it if they thought it was tampered with. That's at $350. That has a chance both Sayers and Butkus rookie cards are in those packs. That'd be a kind of a fun one. Oh, very to nice. Open. Absolutely. Yeah, yep. I opened an, uh, a long time ago. I opened a, uh, I don't remember what year. It was a football pack from the 60s on the air, and it was in a thing, and I had to yeah, yeah. cut it out of the, the holder. It, it was a, like a softer holder. I forget what it was in. It was different at the time. But it, it was, it, it, I, it, it took a little <laughs> effort to cut into the thing, whatever it, it was in that I got it out of. My best card was a checklist. Which is pretty valuable, but it yeah. had gu- it was next to the gum, and the gum had bubbled up the card. Where those are like, those oh. checklists are very valuable from the, especially from the sixties, very early seventies. Yeah, that sixty three Fleer baseball yeah. checklist that was, I think, the most. When I made that set, I got an eight five on that. I think that was the most expensive of all the cards I got in that set. Oh, very and, nice. Uh, Do you open up a lot of packs as a kid? Was it something you just did a lot with your brother? When it, whenever we went to our grandma's house, we would get them. It seemed like we never got them at home, but whenever we got there, that was like the first thing we did. We'd run over to there were That's there cool. were stores uh, within block walking distance, so we'd go to the one, and they were nickel packs at the time. Wow! And I think that's where we got because nobody smoked cigars; everybody was cigarette smokers. But we had cards in a shoebox and in a cigar box, and I think. One of those places, the guy gave us a cigar box one time. Oh, I cool. always liked cigar boxes. Yeah, there you go. Having the cards in them. <laughs> yeah, that, that smells was... so much better than smoking them, but that cigar smoke is pretty cool to just kind of be around. Yeah, but, you it, know, it so. engulfs the area. <laughs> Bill Huggins, sure. were you a big pack opener when you were a kid? Oh, from like 68 to 72, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, once I got to probably even to – uh, junior high and for sure into high school, I, I didn't open them anymore. And college, I, yeah, if, through that time, I think a lot of people are like that, though. You know, they get like I was playing basketball in high school and doing crazy stuff in college. You kind of a lot of people drift away from it, but yeah. it seems like a, a lot of younger people can't necessarily afford to open a lot of the stuff but a lot of them are watching the youtube videos of the pack breakers and stuff it's like the pack breakers it's good and bad with them because they're sucking up all the boxes that stores used to get and you can't get any allocations you can't restock at a reasonable price you know what i did since you can't restock at a reasonable price i can't get like i'll get one box of basketball now it's ridiculous but I got yeah. into this. Have you ever heard of NBA Top Shot online? Have you guys heard of this? Actually, I just heard about that this week. My buddy Brian was talking to me about it. Tell me more. What it's is it about? NBA licensed, and it's basically numbered videos, videos. of players. Huh. And I just got in on a pack drop yesterday where it was $14, and you get three videos. But and the best one I got was uh, Steph Curry numbered to 10,000 
And that's probably at least a hundred, hundred fifty that it would sell for. Really? What I'm doing with it, I bought a Patrick Williams on Groundhog Day, and it all of a sudden February it took off. They've done since October like two hundred thirty million dollars really? in sale. They've now, got, are these videos not open to the the public. General public can't find these videos anywhere. They're only special. Well, you could probably see a film of it, just like you. Could yeah, a lot see of them are on YouTube, Instagram, wherever you yeah. you can get videos. I mean, they really? they have yeah. these videos. They're not like these super exclusive things, which is why it, largely it's so fascinating to me. Well, here's the deal. It's Mark Cuban. When I did it, I read a thing by Mark Cuban in end of January, early part of February. And like he was explaining, you can see pictures of baseball cards online too, but you own this, you own it online. And then guys show them off online. They trade them. I'm going to keep the big hmm. ones that I get. Now I bought on February 2nd. I'm a big Patrick Williams guy. Okay. I like his all around game. Nice shot. Great first step, tough, big hands. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Seriously comparisons to a young Kawhi. So I thought, okay, I'm going to test this thing. I read the Mark Cuban thing. I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. And I bought a Patrick Williams number to 4,000. It was something like number 1909 and number nine was his jersey number so i'm like, okay, oh, okay that's the card i'm going to test this with i thought if this thing fizzles if nobody's really <laughs> doing it okay i spent 110 bucks is what it cost well now like the lowest sell price of that on that video online is like 540 dollars really where you can sell them online if you want and the, but i'm going to keep him the steph curry i got i'm going to keep I bought uh, Darius Garland for like 20 bucks because I like him yeah. a lot, a young guard. And then you just kind of go with it and see how it goes. And it's all now, online, like right? This... So they're not going to send you a video where you can to your house and then you can open it up and it's packaged or anything like that. No, it's no, just you online. open like I've, I got my first pack yesterday where I, a lot of times they sell out, you can't get them, but I got it and, uh, the you open it right online and it shows okay. the things and you click on them. I got two like common guys that were numbered to I think I don't know what it was thirty five thousand. I would sell those the good guys. Sure. I'm just going to keep sure. see what happens cool. with them long term. Well, it's time for a short break now. The number here is three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll be joined after the break by Nancy Huggins and John Drummond for this week's episode of Which Ended Higher. And you can still call into the show after that with questions about value of items or tweet pictures to me, and we'll get to them when we can. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Now back to Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan. Sponsored by ERCDelivery.com and Huggins and Scott Auctions on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Welcome back. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clemente of ERC Delivery. Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auctions and our producer Tyler Aki were joined now by Nancy Huggins and John Drummond for this week's episode of Which Ended Higher. John Drummond, 
Do you have any stories for us? Story time with John Drummond. Yeah, I like we're gonna talk, again, we're going to passage of time, but this one should be familiar to most Sox fans here. I'm going to talk a little about Al Lopez, a great defensive catcher with the Pittsburgh Pirates, the uh, Boston Bees, as they call it, and I think Brooklyn, who later went into the managerial ranks because he could handle pitchers so well and seemed to have a lot of good skills when it came to leading men. Bill uh, Beck picked him out of the... When he was getting ready to retire, became the manager. He piloted the uh, Indianapolis Indians to some championships down in the American Association. They came up to Cleveland, and I think people may remember this. This was 1954, but in fact, I think, and I don't have the figures in front of me, I think they won something like 111 games that year. And then, ironically, got swept by the New York Giants at four games of the World Series. But maybe, well, I don't remember that series, but you remember one thing of it, because they show it constantly over and over on television. Willie Mays making this great defensive catch off of Vic Wirtz, uh, which would have been oh, yeah. extra big. Yeah. I don't know how many times they've shown that to show that the greatest catch of all time and things of that nature. Well, at any rate, Al then moved on. He left Cleveland and came over to Chicago, which then had been a punching bag from the Yankees. He started here in 57, I already call. He had runner-up finishes the first couple of years, right behind the Yankees. The Mickey Mantle team that was juggernauts with the Casey Stengel. In 59, he won it all. They won their first pennant, they, the Sox, did in 40 years. The other one was the famous Black Sox pennant of 1919. Well, they lost the series to the Dodgers, but uh, they made their mark in Chicago. <laughs> was it Bob Quinn, the fire commissioner, turned on the the, uh, the alarms when they clinched the title? People thought there was an air raid. But at any rate, at any rate he stayed on. He, did. he was a great developer of pitchers. And I'll give you the name of a couple of guys he developed. Gary Peters, Joe Horland, Ray Herbert, and a guy by the name of Tommy John. They came under his tutelage and developed to be major league pitchers. He retired after almost winning all the marbles again in 64. That is, almost won the pennant and retired in 65, but he didn't stay retired. Eddie Stanky took over for the White Sox. Things did not work out that well, and the powers that be brought him back in 68, and things didn't work out then for him either, and Al then retired in 69. But one other point, he was very, I mentioned he was very accessible to the media, which doesn't mean much to the public, but it helps the guys that cover the games. I did a game, an interview with him one time before the Boston Red Sox in 62, right on the field just shortly before the game started. It's lucky we did that, by the way, when that game was over, the Boston Red Sox had a guy named Bill Mambaquette pitched that night. He pitched a no-hitter against oh. the White Sox, so maybe it's just as well that we talked to Al before. And finally, <laughs> When he retired in 68-9, I remember calling. I was working at IND at that time, reached his hotel, found out where he was staying. Uh, he was out of town, and he was very amenable to give an interview, and he could have said, just screw off or things like that. So that's yeah, Al Lopez, that's who died in 2005. I think he lived about 97. And, Tom, I'm very surprised, that particularly here in Chicago, that no Al Lopez memorabilia, like his autographs or things like that, I would think would be very valuable. Yeah, yeah. Well, typically, I mean, he he was a good catcher, but he and he is a Hall of Famer. But yeah, it's weird when guys known for being a manager, they don't seem to sell that high. Now, yeah. Huggins and Scott has uh, an Al Lopez signed bat mm-hmm. in this auction that's ending uh, this Thursday, the eleventh. That doesn't have any bids yet, but it's neat. If you are an Al Lopez fan, the good part about it, you can get stuff at a reasonable price. So check it out. Now, John Drummond, we're going to let you pick first oh. since somehow <laughs> everybody was at zero, except you ended up minus one. So yeah, if you pick those first, at me, you're going to beam ball again at me now. I know what I'm taking. Like <laughs> I'm going to stand here and take it like a man. I don't like to be number one. I'm not when you off, pick guy, it, but... <laughs> 
the good part with you picking first, it's impossible to get a negative this week. Oh, so all you, you can that do is get like zero. All right. <laughs> okay, now Vince, we're going to let you again pick a number between one and five. This is the item okay. that won't be in the which is it higher? Okay, Mister Puppet Master, I will choose number one. <laughs> <laughs> number one. This is a cool item. Circa 1907, Detroit Tigers real photo postcard with Ty Cobb graded SGC 1.5, and that sold for $1,100. That item is out. So, John Drummond, pick number two through four. Which item you want? Number two, 1961 tops, Mickey. Mickey Mantle, Sporting News All-Star, number 578, graded SGC9. So that's a high grade for that card. Mm-hmm. 1955 Bowman, Willie Mays, number 184, graded SGC8. Top 3% of all graded by SGC. That's a 1955 Bowman. That's the one that looked like it was the guy was on TV, that there was a TV set in yeah. the background. That's a tough eight getting that. 1929 Cashin Publications R316 Lou Gehrig graded SGC3 blank back, kind of similar to an exhibit card. And then the last item in honor of the Huggins family, Nancy and Bill <laughs> Huggins, 1909 T204 Ramley. Miller Huggins card graded <laughs> SGC five, 24 graded by SGC, only two better, one of three, and only two better than the five grade. So those are the four items. John Drummond, which right. are you going to go with? Well, I thought very quickly, I would not, Maze, uh, uh, why that year was so big, I don't think it would for Maze and uh, Mantle and either. Uh, they were not rookies, of course, then. It wasn't the year that Maris, well, Maris had the home runs. But I'm going to go with the Iron Horse, Lou Gehrig. That's who I'm going with. Okay, John Drummond goes with Lou Gehrig. <laughs> uh, Nancy Huggins, you want to go next? Well, actually, I have a partner here that we're going to to decide on together. Um, this is okay. Allie Gannett, Bill's and my daughter. So we have the... Oh, show. hi, Allie. Welcome hi, to the Allie. show. I did terrible last time. Okay. Uh, well, it, it's that. your time then. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she and I are going to go with the Mays. Willie Mays, Mays. 1955 yep. Bowman. Okay, Tyler. I'll go with the the Miller Huggins. Miller Huggins. Tyler's going with the Huggins family. The long lost distant relative of Bill Huggins. (laughs) And Vince Clemente batting cleanup. You know, John and I lost with the 51 Mays last week. It's, you know, kind of thinking of going with the Mays. But this would be just like Tom to have this Miller Huggins be the most valuable. This is like kind of. A setup, I think, but um, I'm going to go with the maze. I'm just going to go with the maze. <laughs> oh, good choice. John Drummond, I thought for sure you were going to go with with the maze, but it is the highest price, $1,300. Why is Here's it that, the why that year would be 55 What makes that year so great? He had a good year, but... Well, it's early in his career, yes. and and eight, it's one of the top graded of all of them. So it's a high grade for that year, uh, which 
it's thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> it's not a monster price no. for it, but it, it's it's a good card. Now you picked the second best one, John, the Garrick <laughs> in a three that went for twelve hundred. Well, the Miller Huggins <clears throat> was third, went for eleven hundred, and then the Mickey Mantle Sporting News All Star eight hundred. Wow. So, so the winners are. Vince and 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 the Huggins crew. There you go. <laughs> Very good. There you go, Allie. You're now you're on the board. Well, thank goodness. So good I wanted, start. I wanted, good to start. Share, I wanted to share my experience of being a kid and going up to the deli and getting cards. I it was uh, the mid sixties, and I would go up and get Beatles black and white cards. Oh, ooh. Actually, yeah, you know, black and white. Did you save get, some of those? Of course not. You know, I don't know. Did we use them on, on our bikes to make yeah. noise? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I actually got a call a couple of days ago from a, a, a lady who in the 60s did the same thing. And she was mm-hmm. wondering if those by themselves, she said most of them were in good shape. I think she had about 700 of them maybe. Oh, now, yeah. Bill Huggins, would that be a lot by itself, about 700 of the, of the Beatles cards? Oh, absolutely. That could go for $1,500, depending on the experience. You know, there are four sets of them. There are three black and white and a color set. Mm -hmm. And we sold those four sets, I think, in nice condition for over $1,000. Well, I think she had some of all four of the sets, but not complete of any of the sets. Well, the sets are only 66 cards. Yeah. If she's got 700 cards, she's got yeah. multiples and multiples. Yeah. Maybe I'm I'm out there going, yeah, 700. Yeah, that's what she had. I, I forget how yeah, many it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. And then I went on to baseball, and I got a 1968 um, um, uh, bench, Johnny Bench. And uh, oh. Bill and I started dating, and we started the store. Bill took my card and sold it. No, <laughs> Bill, you got to buy her back a PSA ten of that card yeah, now, right? <laughs> either, either that or a Mercedes. You know? Yeah, you right. Go. Probably about the same cost right now. <laughs> my, oh my only boy! Experience of my only experience of unboxing cards is when my dad would bring it home when I was a kid, and then have me sort them for him. Oh, nice! Yeah. yeah. Yeah, both of the kids to work. <laughs> yeah, now Family your dad. Did. So your dad was a collector too, wasn't? Didn't your dad work for in NASA? Or NASA. My what? That's your dad. My dad did what? Did he work for NASA? Oh no, he didn't work for. He no, he did. He did some work um, for NASA. Uh, my dad, Keith Ferris, is an aviation artist, and uh, NASA was one of his clients at one point. Oh. And he has two murals at the National Air and Space Museum, uh, 75 wow. feet by 25 feet, uh, Fortresses Under Fire, and then the History of Jet Aviation. Wow. wow. You know, if you send... It- if you have pictures of those and you send them to me, I'll, I'll tweet them so people, so listeners can see them. That's pretty neat. Right. And we also have a website, KeithFerrisArt.com. KeithFerrisArt.com. 
Oh, really? I didn't know that. I wow, didn't know that either. Very cool. We'll have to check it out. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, Nancy and Allie and John Drummond. Now, John, don't go. Uh, don't go throwing things around the house now. You're you're only one behind, and you're, you're hanging in there. Well, I didn't lose any points. Otherwise, I would have a tantrum today. But I, I didn't lose any, I didn't yeah. lose any points. Yeah, I'm you not, stayed. I'm you stayed smash even at all. But I get mad. And you I did can. have the second best one. Yeah, so there you're, you go. you're getting there. Close. <laughs> you have and we'll have a, for me. Maybe that's uh, give me a booby prize sometime. <laughs> yeah, you know what? In a couple of weeks, we're going to do that thing where we open a box of uh, like Leaf Flash baseball, yeah. and I'll randomize and everybody will get one of them oh my god so you got something coming all right (laughs) okay and a good story for next week thanks everybody all right it's time already for another short break here i've got a lot of tweets to my attention already so we'll get to those after the break and then the numbers 312-332-3776 so hang in there and we'll be right back now back to sports collecting with tom morgan Sponsored by ERCDelivery.com and Huggins and Scott Auctions on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Welcome back. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Pomeni of ERC Delivery, Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auction, and our producer, Tyler Aki. We're on till 8 o'clock. We're on every Saturday morning now from 7 to 8 a.m. Central Time. And you can hear us also on the ESPN app, and I think... We got a tweet. I've got a lot of tweets here, some really cool stuff. So I'm going to go in order here on, on uh, oldest to newest. Eric said, guys, I pulled this last year in a blaster box. Any idea of, of the value? First time listener in Cincinnati. That's pretty cool. He's got a Juan Soto mini autograph card. Great young hitter. Those have sold, it looks like, in the $100 range and who knows? Depends how he does oh, this, guy's uh, this year. I mean, this he, he's really good. Up. I think this yeah, is going his stuff's up. his stuff's good. Uh, here's the next one. Yabba Dabba 22. <laughs> here's Yabba something, Dabba. Bill Huggins. You might know something about this one. 15 individual wrapped early 70s Kellogg's 3D baseball cards still sealed in their original wrappers. Vita Blue. Thurman Munson, Pete Rose, et cetera. What do you think about those? Well, if they're from 1971, those are home runs. That's, I mean, of all the Kellogg's cards, 1971, the value of that set is what all the other sets are combined, literally. Um, it was the wow. only set where you could not order the set, and the only way you could get the 75-card set was to eat 75 boxes of Kellogg's and hope you got a different one in each pack, you know. I would have done it if I had known. Me too. <laughs> but some of those, I mean, you can see through the the white uh, wrapping of the thing, so you can see who the card is. Wow. So that, you know, so so if, 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 if it's, it's like 90... a Clemente or a Maze, or, yeah. those, those can get hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So for Yabba Dabba, if it's 1971, <laughs> it's Yabba Dabba Do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's another good one from Yabba Dabba. This is for sure a Yabba Dabba Do. Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady signed 2015 Super Bowl ticket. Saw a couple similar sell on eBay in the $1,700 range. So very nice. 
Um, let's see what else we have here. Oh, this is pretty cool. John Ab, Jab Hawkey, Hawkeye, I guess, uh, sent, he tried to send a picture, but it failed. Single sign baseballs. This group for sure, this would be like a pop century dreamland thing. <laughs> Eastwood, Depp, Brad Pitt, Pacino, Hanks, Harrison Ford, Matt Damon, Pratt, Seinfeld, Nicholson, DiCaprio, Cranston, all PSA or JSA. That could be an awesome lot, don't you think, Bill? They're all single sign what, baseball? Yes. Oh, that's a home run with several men on base. Yeah, that's back-to-back grand slams there. If you want to send that group into Huggins, that would be a neat one to watch. Most of those, if not all those, would go individually. Individually, wow. That's great, John. So I don't know if you're in the Chicago area or not, but regardless, it would be great for Huggins and Scott. That'd be interesting to find out. So, (laughs) wow, some, some real nice... Uh, items tweeted to my attention this morning. Now, here's some other things that are in the Huggins and Scott auction. Remember, this Thursday night, uh, the bidding ends. So you got to get your bids in now if you like any of this stuff. There's, um, let's let's do some a couple of things that aren't quite as high to, to make you think, oh, my God, I can't do any of these things. Here's some other entertainment items. This is cool. A 1927 Charlie Chaplin signed My Trip Abroad first edition hardcover book is at $1,200, which actually for that old and, and Charlie Chaplin, that doesn't seem too bad right now. These are This is really cool. I think there were two of these movie costumes in it. Listen to this one. From the 1992 A League of Their Own, a Racine Bulls or Bills movie costume, jersey number 46, worn by actress Janet Jones, another Wayne Gretzky oh, tie. Right. And Mrs. Sure. Married to Wayne Gretzky, that's at $525. Now, that, nice. I thought that is really yeah. cool. That would be really Absolutely. cool on the wall. Yep. <laughs> and here's another uh, Harrison Ford signed 16 by 20. Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, set photo in a frame display. That's only at $300, so that's reasonable. A Muhammad Ali Everlast single sign boxing glove, $300. It seems like Ali's stuff, have you noticed it's actually, it got real hot after he passed away. It's kind of, the prices have kind of surprisingly kind of gotten softer recently. Have you noticed that too, Bill? Well, what has gotten softer, honestly, Tom, is the signatures that he signed late in his life. They, yeah. As he got closer and closer to the end, his signature really, really deteriorated. But the signatures that are big and bold, when he first changed his name to Muhammad Ali, it would be Muhammad with Ali underneath it. And he, he spelled out every single letter. He must have had a great third grade teacher who who kept him in line with how to to write and everything. But you get those old signatures. Those signatures literally, they died when he got Parkinson's because his signature got smaller and smaller, and then it yeah. was just all on one line together. But 
And those are the ones that that are, are kind of declining in value. You have those old signatures. They're thousands of dollars. Or if you have the Cassius Clay from before oh, he changed well, his name. Yeah. Those are huge. That's yeah, yeah, that's true. Now, our guy that had the uh, the autograph book with Niall Kinnick in it, which the Niall Kinnick's up to 2200 and still a long way to go, I think, with that one. But he also had the late 30s and or early 40s uh, St. Louis Browns team-issued pro model jacket. I think those were the years on it. Uh, that's at $550. That was kind of neat if you like that type yeah. of item. And then there's a group of 45 Hall of Fame position player single sign baseballs. Most of them are, are nice white baseballs with bold signatures. A few of them were yellowed a bit, but some of the Musial, Ripken, Willie Stargell, Johnny Bench, Ripken, a total of 45 position player. It's only at 575 nice. So if you like single signed Hall of Fame baseballs, Check that lot out. That's uh, that's a good one to get that many at once. Yep. I mean, think I I think they used to go to shows and get them all the time too. Think how many shows they went to and, and digging those all out. You can get them all in one batch now if if you want to. So some neat items at uh, Huggins and Scott. Let's see some other things here. Uh, another album page, Kenny Washington signed album page $210 Kenny Washington Who was that? I think he was uh this was from 1938. I think he might have been the first African American NFL player after that. there were some early but then I think he was the first one that they were okay to let him in. Right. So right. it's it's pretty historic. Maybe we'll have John Drummond see if he can he knows about about him. I think he remembers him playing even so maybe next week he can tell us a little bit of background about kenny washington and then that uh 1934 r309-1 the gaudi premiums babe ruth with the easel back where it has the same photo as one of his 33 gaudi cards that's up to 775 dollars now here's another one that's not too bad of a price but if you like hockey this is pretty cool for Blackhawk hockey, especially 1965 Stanley Cup Finals program with a total of 15 SIGs. Phil Esposito was on there, Elmer Vasco, Chico Mackey, a nice Makita, a Bobby Hull, Pierre Palat. So uh, that's only at $140. Boy, the Blackhawks are, after the start of the year, look like they were going to be pretty brutal this yep. year. They've been really playing better. They're playing real well. Absolutely. And a lot of discussion recently about where Patrick Kane stacks up in the all-time. I'd put him right now third behind Bobby Hull and Makita, but closing rapidly. Yep. You know, he's got yep. he's over 400 goals now and being on three cup teams, I mean, Pretty awesome. So, oh, and that one if, against Philadelphia in overtime when they won that first cup this time around, amazing. Where it, where it morphed like the, in, it's yeah, like it's it like morphed. He's the only person he who thought it was in. Everybody else is like, <laughs> I know. What happened? Where, and, where did the puck go? <laughs> <laughs> I know. That was like it somehow yeah, morphed amazing. through the goalie and into yes. the. It's like, how did that get there? Didn't yeah, that somebody amazing. took off with that puck too or something? I, there was yeah, a story I heard like something that. like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where Great that was memory, though. 
So those are yep. some items. And then listen to these are some of the bang zoom biggies. Mickey Mantle, <laughs> 1951 Bowman rookie number 253 PSA 4 is at 22,750. George Mikan's rookie, 1948 Bowman, number 69, a PSA 7, is at $21,000. A Hank Aaron rookie, 54 tops, number 128, PSA 6, is at $9,900. Wow. These prices on the Hall of Fame rookies, man, they are just doing great. Jim Brown, 1958 tops rookie, number 62, PSA 7, $9,800. Michael Jordan, rookie, we talked about his PSA 9 is at $28,000. And SGC 7 is at $7,100. Wow. I told the story the first year I was on by myself, 10 weeks, half-hour show. I'm like, I'm going to give away something good so people can call yeah. in and yep. get in the drawing. I gave away a PSA 7 Jordan rookie that at really? the time was wow. $300. So right now that SGC seven is at seventy one hundred. No. No, that still, that, that shows your generosity as yeah. who you are. You know, you're yeah. just a generous guy, and that's I'm I'm generous, cool. but not that. <laughs> if it was seventy one hundred dollars, I would have been giving that away. Three hundred bucks at the time, I'm like I could, and I never picked up another yeah. one that I really kept. wow. It was like yeah. oh that that's my was my mistake. I should have just picked up another one. It's a great story. Oh, well, we're at the end of another show, Vince. I'll tell you, they fly. Whether we're here or at the studio (laughs) in Chicago, they fly by. A time warp. (laughs) Yes. Thanks to John Drummond, to Nancy and Allie Huggins, Bill Huggins, Tyler Aki, another great job. Uh, Vince Kilmeny, ERC Delivery. How do they get in touch with you, Vince? Uh, 630-516-1199. 24-7. Very good at ERC Delivery, on-demand delivery. I'm Tom Morgan. I'm at Triple Crown in Naperville, just 10 to 2, Monday through Saturday. If you have items you want me to look at, call for an appointment. And thanks for listening, everybody. Don't hang in there. Odds Couple rebroadcast with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco is next. Thanks for listening. We're back next week. Have a good one.